Okay, so we will do chapter six, canto five, the activities of Lord Rishabdev. King Parikshit asked Sukhdev Goswami, my dear Lord, for those who are completely pure in heart, knowledge is attained by the practice of bhakti yoga. An attachment for fruitive activities completely burned to ashes. For such people, the power of mystic yoga automatically arises. They do not cause they do not cause distress. Why then did Rishabdev neglect them? See, those who are pure at heart. Remember when we were talking about it previous uh, two three chapters ago, we were talking about what is the meaning of the word purity of heart. Our heart is full of all the material worldly stuff, you know. We have our attachments to literally everything around us, to our house or family or relatives and so on and so forth. Everybody, we are so much attached to it. We are attached to our material worldly life where we want to grow in our material world. So we work hard. Again, in our material world, we have too many things to handle. We have to, you know, earn money, so on and so forth. Those who are pure at heart, all these things really do not matter to them. That means where they are working, how they are working, whether they are getting the funds, not getting the funds, whether their family is being taken care of or not taking care of. It's all in the matter of Lord's hands, not in our hands. They have given up this entire activity at the feet of the Lord. These are called bhakti. The bhakti is a devotee. How is a devotee? He is pure at heart. For, pure, for the person who is pure at heart, knowledge dawns when a person becomes a bhakt. On its own, the Divine Lord Sri Krishna grants them the knowledge on their own. The attachment to fruitive activity is completely dead in their world. See, nothing like that is there. Fruitive activity has become complete zero. The mystic yoga. What is the meaning of the word mystic yoga? The word mystic yoga means the mysticism that is associated with the yoga. Yoga means union with God. The mystic yoga is the way how our relationship with the God happens. Do we know God? How do we meet Him? How do we experience Him? This is the mysticism that is associated with it. These devotees become mystics. So, he is asking them, why did Rishabdev neglect them? Srila Goswami replied, my dear king, you have spoken correctly. However, after capturing animals, a cunning hunter does not put faith in them, for they might run away. Similarly, those who are advanced in spiritual life do not put faith in the mind. Indeed, they always remain vigilant and watch the mind's action. Those who are on the path of devotion, these people should know that the biggest enemy that you have in your world is called the mind. The mind is the biggest, diciest enemy of all. And when does the mind come into the picture? Nobody knows. In Bhakti Mark, you have to be wary of the mind. Because the mind is the biggest enemy. Mind is the one which will tell you, okay, it does not matter, you know, you are already a spiritual being, so to go and uh, do this. Maybe it's a cohabitation, maybe it's a matter of uh, 
taking care of the house and taking care of the children or doing this or doing that in the material world is a very nice thing. It does not really matter here because you have become a spiritual creature. This is where the main problem lies. It is the mind who is telling you all these things. And understand this. Rishabdev is very clearly pointing it out that you have to be very, very, very of the mind. Be careful of the mind because mind is going to give you all beautiful pictures. So, those who are advanced in spiritual life do not put faith in the mind. Mind is a dangerous alley to have. Please understand this. A mind is going to come up with all sorts of answers. I will tell you one very beautiful answer it is going to tell you. The answer which the mind will tell you is Oh, just now I got a very nice idea. God gave it to me. God gave me an idea to do this particular thing. It's your mind which is telling you. If God wants to give you the idea of doing certain thing, He is not going to tell your mind, Hey, yeah, listen to me. Tell, your, tell the owner of this mind is like this. Why should the mind be woken up over there to tell you all these things? It is your mind which is putting you these ideas that see, this is God-given idea. You should understand. You should listen to it. Don't get carried away by the mind's dicey creature, the way it behaves. And you will see in the coming lines how mind behaves. So, indeed, they always should remain vigilant and watch the mind's action. The mind, you should watch up because the mind is going to throw you such beautiful stuff you cannot even imagine. All the learned scholars have given their opinions. The mind is by nature very restless and one should not make friends with it. Mind is a very restless creature. It's going to tell you hundred different things. It's going to tell you, do this, do that, do that, do that, do that. See, this is spiritual. Go to the temple. This is spiritual in nature. Now you should visit this temple. Then it will tell you, oh, today is Ekadashi. Tomorrow is this. The after tomorrow is that. Go celebrate it. Why? Because if you celebrate, then you get all the riches in the world. Spirituality is not about getting riches. It's not about attaining something. It is not about gaining something. It is about gaining only God. The devotion to to the divine. Then what is this thing that is coming in the way? Who is this one who is telling you all this beautiful stuff that supposedly, you know, it is all material worldly. Please understand this. It's all material worldly. Don't fall for it. Be very, very careful. If we place full confidence in the mind, it may cheat us at any moment. Even Lord Shiva became agitated upon seeing Mohini form of Lord Krishna. And Shaubhari Muni also fell down from the mature stage of yogic perfection. Two of the greatest exponents, imagine. We are talking of Shiva, Shivji himself. And the other one is Shaubhari Muni. Now, Shivji, you have heard of Shivji, of course. You have heard of what happened to him when Krishna went as Mohini. He started running after her. I know when you think about what what God running after another God, and that this God is, is, is put on a makeup and all of, of, of a woman and then what's going to happen? Of course, there was a son born out of that union also. And people go and pray to him also, isn't it? What? 
We do that, isn't it? The, the Lord who sits there in South India, he sits with his leg like this and... Okay, Ayappa. So, a son was born called Ayappa. Everybody goes over there with that cowardly and all that stuff, I think. Now, think about it. Even a Lord like Lord Shiva also falls down because mind comes into play. With the mind, he saw beautiful woman over there. Now, Shaubari Muni. Shaubari Muni was attracted towards fishes. And he thought that all the fishes are the beautiful women in the world. And he wanted to marry all the women in the world over there. Yes. <laughs> so, but just in the nick of time, he got saved. And so, he got out of it. It's the same thing. Your mind can take you in all kinds of wrong directions. It can lead you in the path of a merry-go-round, you know, it's like going from here to there to there. It's like going to Disney World. This ride is good, that ride is good, that ride is good. You have got only one, one ticket and you have got only one day to go and come. You know, by the time you take your seventh or the eighth ride, you are totally dead tired. First and foremost, you will have to walk so much. And on top of it, you have to stand and you have to take that ride and then come down from there. You know that Luke which is there, L-U-G-E. Huh? It's like coming shh like that. It's like that. Understand, mind is going to give you the diciest of the situations and going to show you, oh, this is so wonderful, go take it. Be careful, be wary of the mind. An unchaste woman is very easily carried away by the paramours. And it sometimes happens that her husband is violently killed by her paramours. If the yogi gives his mind a chance and does not restrain it, his mind will give facility to enemies like lust, anger, greed and they will doubtlessly kill the yogi. Even after attaining spiritual growth, so much of spiritual will must be there in that person. Yet, at such a point in time, mind can make you slip from right from top, right to the bottom of the pit. It's, it's very slippery. It never allows you to focus in the world of spiritual. Mind is also Mindradev. He is losing control, isn't it? When he is losing control, he wants control. So what does he do? Remember the last chapter where he sends one of his very beautiful women from his place and says, go entice this king. That is exactly what happens. You can fall down very hard. So you should, and what is it that you fall down to? Lust, anger and greed. The mind is the root cause of lust, anger, pride, greed, laugh, lamentation, illusion and fear. Combined, this constitute bondage of fruitive activity. What learned man would put faith in the mind? In school and in college, we have been told very clearly, Use your mind. Mind is a place which is very beautiful for material activity. Please use it when you are in school and college. You want to get good ranks and all. Please go ahead and use your mind. But if you are coming spiritual, kindly leave the mind outside the way you leave the chapels outside. Don't bring your mind over here. The reason is because mind is the diciest of the creature in you. 
remember mind is an invisible creature you cannot catch the mind can you you cannot catch the mind any time any time you cannot catch it it is like a vessel is one of the bodies one of our bodies isn't it it's an invisible body it can never be understood it has got very beautiful concoctions it can create beautiful dishes like the sandwich you can put so many things you know exactly like that so you can put so many things you can make an egg sandwich you can make a cheese sandwich you can make so many types of sandwiches you go to that uh, place you know where you get all the sandwiches that big one foot long footer huh a subway so he is going to take you to subway just like that so exactly like that mind is going to take you and show you beautiful stuff and he is going to give you complete different ballpark you know figure of the whole scenery in front of you don't fall for it don't fall for it because the highest of the yogis at the given moment in time when he can achieve that ultimate goal falls dump it falls down for the mind's play and what are the things that he can fall for lust anger pride greed lamentations illusion and fear lust we know very well what is anger we can get angry very fast imagine your guru is putting you through a ringer all right and because he is putting you through a ringer you think that doesn't deserve i don't deserve this bullshit from you so don't you give me this so we can turn round and we can talk back that is the worst thing that you can ever do because that can take away everything that you have ever learned from the, up to that moment in time don't get into it pride i come from this family i come from here i come from there don't get into that also greed lamentation people we hear lamentation like as like every day story i don't have any money in this world i am the poorest man in the earth i am not getting this i don't have a job i don't want to do this i am not getting this i mean have we not heard this hundreds of times i don't have this and i don't have that i don't get this and i don't get that those who are in spiritual first understand desire is the root cause of all your problems desire wants needs all these you have to throw them out of your world no desires no wants no needs spirituality is about that if you have come in spiritual throw your desires out because that is where you are going to fall so lamentation is when your desires are not met so if you are a person full of desires you are talking about fruits if you are talking about fruits you are not supposed to be in spiritual then then you better be a material worldly person go over there and live your life over there as a material worldly being illusions and fears illusions comes in the form of what am i going to do tomorrow i don't understand okay and then the whole world is crashing around me this is not happening that is not happening that is not happening that is not happening that is not happening oh my god the whole world is coming to an end and i don't have anything to clutch to remember narad muni narad muni the water was flowing and it was taking away his children 
he is clutching very hard to the top of that temple you know that huh? and he is saying to the Lord oh my God oh my God I am losing my life I am losing my children I'm losing, please God help me <laughs> that is illusion illusion in the highest form of illusion will come when you are reach the highest pinnacle of spirituality understand this the highest form of illusion will appear in front of you that is what you got to be afraid of and fear i don't have to tell you what kind of fears can come to a person i'm going to fail nothing is going to happen i'm not going to get the seats i'm not going to get this i'm not going to get money no jobs will be there for me i'm going to be running from door to door i'm going to be making sandwiches in some bar somewhere that is what you will be thinking of don't worry everything is going to be fine fear fear factor please keep it outside don't worry when spiritual in this spiritual world just leave everything at the feet of the lord and things will work but if you don't lift your finger and do anything about it nothing is going to work see the button is over there and the switch is over there and you are sitting over here and saying god 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 let the light come on the light is not going to come on there is no ghost over there or god over there is going to put on the switch you have to get up from your seat go over there and put on the switch then the light may come on so doing your duty is very very important remember this don't forget not to do your duty see don't think you know god is going to do everything for me i'm just going to sit and everything is going to fall in my lap nothing is going to fall then what kind of spiritual person you are you think magic happens in spirituality if magic is going to happen in spirituality then you are in the wrong place then you should go go and stay with chris angel magic happens in his world our world nothing happens okay the angels are looking and you are on the cross so you are cross and angel no chris angel over here right spiritual world you are on the cross okay and the angels are looking down at you remember that beautiful scene where mother mary is clutching jesus christ like this and gabriel and all are looking from top and his chapel is falling down have you seen that picture it's a very beautiful picture of mother mary mother of spiritual succor it's a beautiful picture uh, which has got a lot of power in it so next time if you see it you will know so we'll continue so what learned man will put faith in the mind so stop putting faith in your mind your mind is going to give you all the dicey stuff to overcome the mind there is one methodology please understand there is one you know what uh, do they have you know kaun banega karodpati you have this lifelines okay so you have one very great lifeline phone a friend your friend is there <laughs> your guru is there phone a friend so call him <laughs> so he will help you save you so your faith you know so don't put your faith in the mind lord rishab dev was the head of all the kings and the emperors within this universe but assuming the dress and the language of an avduta he acted as if dull and materially bound consequently nobody could observe his divine opulence he adopted this behavior just to teach yogis how to give up the body nonetheless he maintained his original position as a plenary expansion of lord vasudev krishna remaining always in that state he gave up his pastimes at lord rishabdev within the material world if following the footsteps of lord rishabdev one can give up the subtle body 
there is no chance that one will accept a material body again so what happened first and foremost we all expect lord rishabdev to be coming in some fancy garments he was an avduta you know first and foremost let me put it this way an avduta is actually a sky clad you know a sky clad means what they don't wear any clothes they are called sky clad people okay or sometimes they wear a dhoti if you have seen the picture of swami in uh, samarth ramdas you know <laughs> samarth ramdas ramdas used to wear one langoti only bas that's it totapuri not even one pair one single piece of cloth totapuri was the guru of ramakrishna paramahansa swami nityananda he such a huge man huge is not the word and he was wearing a coffin coffin means a single piece of cloth you know one long piece of cloth with two threads around it that's it so these people who are avdutas they are dressed in some funny garments these are not the orange color and all that no white color fancy no 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 they come in the garments which is very simple they will appear like the simplest people on earth they don't have fancy garments at all and they appear like normal human beings sometimes you may not even observe them on the road they will just pass by and you won't even know who they are they sometimes appear mad absolutely lost all their marbles and they will be doing you remember that small boy from uh, that um, uh, kajol and uh, sharukh khan film he's counting stars like that so imagine this person he is like exactly like that he is counting stars <laughs> yeah that sardar small kid is there though so he is like that i think kuch kuch hota hai something some picture it was so it was like that exactly like that these people are very funny creatures you see them on the road they will be doing all sorts of funny things walking picking up things throwing them doing i talk when they talk also they are going to talk in a very strange manner so you will wonder whether this person is really got his screws all dilla or what hmm so they are like that but they hide their divine opulence they never show rishabdev was an avatar of shri krishna never showed the world that he is an avatar of shri krishna he maintained his original position as a plenary expansion of vasudev he maintained it the position of shri krishna is maintained by him yet he never showed it to anybody he gave up his past times as lord rishabdev and became within this material world actually lord rishabdev had no material body but due to yoga maya he considered his body material and therefore because he played like an ordinary human being he gave up the mentality of identifying with it following this principle he began to wander all over the world while traveling he came to the province of karnataka in south india and passed through konkan venka and kotaka he had no plans to travel this way but he arrived near kotakachala and entered a forest there he placed stones within his mouth and began to wander through the forest naked with his hair disheveled like a madman now think about this person going around like this roaming all over the world and now he's got some stones in his mouth and he's roaming naked all over the place while he was wandering about a wild forest fire began 
This fire was caused by the friction of bamboos which were being blown by the wind. In that fire, the entire forest near Kutakachala and the body of Lord Rishabdev was burnt to ashes. Sukhdev Goswami continued, speaking to Maharaj Parikshit, My dear king, the king of Konka, Venka and Kutaka, whose name was Arhat, heard of the activities of Rishabdev and imitating Rishabdev's principle, introduced a new system of religion. Taking advantage of Kali Yuga, the age of sinful activity, King Arhat, being bewildered, gave up the Vedic principles, which are free from risk, and concocted a new system of religion opposing the Vedas. That was the beginning of the Jain Dharma. Many others, so-called religions, followed these atheistic systems. So here, in this particular book, which is called the Srimad Bhagavatam, we are given an indication how Jain Dharma actually started. While Rishabdev was roaming and he died in that particular forest, he saw everybody going around. He created this new religion. Now, Padma wrote this word over there called Digambara. That word doesn't appear in Hinduism for that matter. It appears in Jainism. Shwetambaras, Digambaras, all these are Jains. They are not Hindus. Their religion is based purely on atheistic principle. There is no God in their religion. It's just like we have. The name of the king is also very strange. Remember this. His name is King Arhat. Arhat is the lowermost categories. Whereas Buddhism is concerned. Okay? Arhats. Above them is the Bodhisattvas. And above them is the Buddha. Darhat is the starting stage of spiritual. So their spirituality is based on this very strange principle of going around naked. You know, I'm sure you must have seen quite a lot of Jain saints going around naked like that. So this Arhat started this very unique religion which is based on atheistic principle. This happened just at the end of the third yuga which is Dwapara and the beginning of the Kali Yuga. Remember, we are doing this book when Parikshit was there in the picture. So, just before Parikshit came into the picture, this had happened. So, during the time of Sri Krishna, this entire thing had started happening. So, this was the beginning of the Jain Dharma. Many other so-called religions follow the atheistic system. Which other religion follows that? It is Buddhism. Alright? People who are lowest among men and bewildered by the illusory energy of the Supreme Lord will give up the original Valnashram Dharma and its rules and regulations. They will abandon bathing three times daily and worshipping the Lord. Abandoning cleanliness and neglecting the Supreme Lord, they will accept nonsensical principles, not regularly bathing or washing their mouths regularly. They will always remain unclean. And they will pluck out their hair. Following a concocted religion, they will flourish. During the age of Kali, people are more inclined towards irreligious activities, systems. Consequently, these people will naturally deride the Vedic authorities, the followers of the Vedic authority, the Brahmanas, the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the devotees. So now, this is a very clear indication of how the Kali Yuga is going to be. The Kali Yuga is going to be Exactly like this. 
Everybody is going to say there is no God in this world. Which is what is happening as of today. There is no God in this world. Everybody has started deriding Krishna. Who is this Krishna? He is just a man. The devotees of the Krishna. Everybody now think about it. How many people talk ill about Baba, Sai Baba or Tukaram? Or they don't know also. Today's day and age, most of the youngsters have absolutely no idea about their religion. How this came about. And what is the kind of religions that are there? You don't have to bathe. You don't have to brush your teeth. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. It's very cold country. You can bathe once in 10 days maybe. Oh, it's a cold country so you can't, you don't have to bathe. It's not important. Alright, fine. I can understand that. Next. What God are we talking about? There is no need of any God to be praised to because we are believing in the Supreme Divine Consciousness. Is nothing. We know how the earth began. Okay? What is this that the earth began? So we have great people in our world who will tell you how the beginning of this entire universe started. They will explain to you in scientific methodology. And these are the same people who have lost their mind actually. You look at them sitting in a chair and they cannot even move their body. So these people are non-believers. These are the same people who have thrown the Vedic injunctions out of the door. They talk about all the beautiful stuff in the world. They are talking about how the black holes were formed, how the planetary systems came into existence, how the solar system came into existence. A person like Galileo Galilei, okay, he was the person who was excommunicated from the religion because he said that the earth is round and it is going around the sun. Yes, that is a principle, no doubt about it. We are doing that. But we are talking about the physical, material world. We are not talking about the spiritual world over here. The spiritual world is different. It has got certain rules and regulations. And they need to be followed. Following a concocted religion, they will flourish. This is a future, you know. Somebody has predicted the future. See, during this age of Kali, people are more inclined towards irreligious systems. These people will naturally deride the Vedic authorities. The knowers of Brahma will be thrown out of their life. You know, they are saying, you are a useless fellow. You are nobody. The Supreme Personality of the God, Godhead and devotees will also be not given the Low caste people, due to their gross ignorance, introduce a system of religion that deviates from the Vedic principles. I don't want to blame anybody. But the low caste people, they have come up with a very beautiful system of their own. It's called socialism. I'm sure you have heard of this word called socialism. Non-religious people have come up with a new system called communism. These two systems have come into the picture. Where the poor man decides what is to be done. There is no king, there is nobody to rule the kingdom. They elect their own representative and that representative becomes the big boss. And he wants everybody to come in the same bracket. That is what it is all about, isn't it? So here we have people who are absolutely the lower caste people or what we call as a workers. See, remember our classification of these is not the same as classical classification where we have the Brahmanas, the Kshatriyas, the Vaishyas and the Shudras. 
the shudras are 90% of this world would be the shudras because they are the people who are going to be the working class people they take orders from somebody else uh, they are the ones who have come out with all these kind of things and their rule is there so following their own mental concoctions they automatically fall down to the darkest region of existence in this age of kali people are overwhelmed by the modes of passion and ignorance lord rishabdev incarnated himself to deliver them from the clutch of maya learned scholars chant about the transcendental qualities of lord rishabdev in this way oh this earthly planet contains seven seas and many islands and land of which bharatvarsh is considered the most pious people of bharatvarsh are accustomed to glorifying the activities of the supreme personality of godhead in his incarnations as lord rishabdev and others all these activities are very auspicious for the welfare of humanity so we have one place in this planet earth which is called bharatvarsh or the place where we are living we all come from bharatvarsh it is the only spiritual place on earth today if you actually see the rest of the places are no longer spiritual the entire of europe is not spiritual the entire of america is not spiritual there is no other place in in this entire world which is yeah so this place is not at all spiritual these other places that we are talking about they are very materialistic they are very capitalist by nature india is surrounded by countries which are not spiritual at all think about it so bharatvarsha is named after king bharata who is going to be the one who is going to take charge oh what shall i say of the dynasty of priyavrata who is pure and very much celebrated in that dynasty the supreme person the original personality of godhead descended as an incarnation and executed religious principle that could free one from the result of fruitive activities so we should be thankful that we are reading this book and learning something about it during the time of rishabdev priyavrata's son okay what did he do he brought about the entire change in the way the outlook of the people was and he just showed a glimpse of how in the kali yuga you can get out of this material world and become spiritual in nature who is that mystic yogi who can follow the example of lord rishabdev even with his mind lord rishabdev rejected all kinds of yogic perfections which other yogi hankers to attain who is that yogi who can compare to lord rishabdev today if there are no miracles performed by anybody we do not believe in that person lord rishabdev is that person who threw away all the miracles he was a yogic person who was absolutely a perfect being sri krishna himself and yet he did not resort to anything which is spiritual the way people think spiritual is all about making magic no magic in his world only pure devotion and how to reach that place overcoming the mind so can somebody else take up rishabdev's position even with the mind no nobody can take his position he rejected all kinds of yogic perfection in the sense with when you are on the path of spiritual you come across a lot of destinations which are connected to these different forms of yoga hmm siddhis 
different kinds of siddhis are right around you you can perform magic yes the magical powers are there but those who are on the path of the spiritual reject all these kind of things whereas other yogis hanker other yogis who are of the lesser kind they will hanker after it oh i want these powers i want that powers so that has to be thrown aside so dev goswami continued lord rishabh dev is the master of all vedic knowledge human beings demigods cows and brahmanas i have already explained his pure transcendental activities which will vanquish the sinful activities of all living entities this narration of lord rishabh dev's past time is a reservoir of all purpose all, all auspicious things whoever attentively hears or speaks of them following in the footsteps of the acharya will certainly uh, attain unalloyed devotional service at the lotus feet of vasudev the supreme personality of godhead so we have we are nearly coming to the end of the chapter where it is mentioned that if you have listened to all these things that have been mentioned in this last two chapters what did lord rishabh dev do how did he go about his activities how he has to live in the material world and then how he has to take the one prasad stage where he has to supposed to overcome everything by means of dispassion detachment and discrimination knowing the true divine these are the things that are to be taken into consideration fruitive activities have to be abandoned devotion to the divine following an acharya acharya means a spiritual master or a guru you need to follow the guru and you are you can get out of this material world so these are the pastimes of lord rishabh which are the reservoir of all auspicious things so if now that we have attentively heard it and we can speak about it and we have to follow our masters acharyas who will certainly lead us towards the spiritual way of our life devotees always bathe themselves in devotional service in order to be relieved from various tribulations of material existence so devotees are always supposed to be immersed in the devotional aspect what is the devotional aspect i'm sure you know prayers singing songs about the lord lost in the thought of the lord creating poetries so on and so forth you know always praising the lord these are the basic things that we have to do by doing this the devotee enjoys supreme bliss and liberation personified comes to serve them nonetheless they do not accept that service even if it is offered by the supreme personality of god himself this is a very important statement what happens is we keep on asking for things from the divine now imagine krishna coming and offering you the same thing say take it if you want your spiritual will if you really want to grow in your spiritual will you can definitely even say no to krishna i don't need this i don't want your riches i don't want this kind of happiness remember kunti what she said when sri krishna stood in front of her and asked her what is it that you want she said can you give me so much of unhappiness in this world that i will always remember you so when a person is unhappy when he doesn't have anything in this world to look forward to what is he going to do so much of troublesome life is there what do you do you always think of god but if you have the moment you have you don't even want to think of god ho gaya na we are like those people you know mil gaya acha bye bye tata so lord is gone and everything is finished i will go and do what i am supposed to do so people forget god 
So that is the reason why it is mentioned over here. Even if Sri Krishna himself comes and offers you, you know, the entire universe and says, okay, take this, whatever you want. Don't. Nonetheless, they do not accept the services, even if it is offered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself. For the, deber- for the devotee, liberation, that is mukti, is very unimportant because having attained the Lord's transcendental loving service, they have attained everything desirable and have transcended all material desires. Even if the Lord comes and says, okay, I will give you mukti. Mukti means release from this material bondage. The person says, I don't want that. I just want to be your devotee. I just want to sit at your feet and I just want to look at you and I just want to pray to you. That is all that I want. So a devotee is always bothered about devotion. He is not bothered about even if he is given the highest gift in mankind that is called mukti. There are the four things. Hmm? We have money basically. Hmm? We have this karma. Hmm? We have all those four things you know, which everybody strives for. The last one is the release from bondage of this material existence. Even if that is offered by the Divine Lord, Sri Krishna himself, a person should say, I don't want it, dear Lord. Can I just be devoted to you? Can I just sit at your feet and look at your beautiful face and cry away to glory? That is what I want to do. Even in Jesus, when Jesus was there, moving around with his devotees a woman comes and she cries her heart out her tears are washing the feet of Jesus Christ and then she bends down wipes the tears with her hair it's a very beautiful scene her name is also Maryam or Mary she's one of the Marys in the entire group this is what is called the highest of the devotion. Think about it. You are crying at the feet of the Lord and wiping away the tears by means of your own hair. Such a wonderful scene. That is the kind of devotion that is needed. Sukhdeva Goswami continued, My dear King, the Supreme Person, Mukunda, is actually the maintainer of all the members of the Pandava and the Yadu dynasty. He is your spiritual master, worshipable deity, friend and the director of your activities. To say nothing of this, he sometimes serves your family as a messenger or a servant. This means he works just like an ordinary servants do. Those engaged in getting the Lord's favour attain liberation from the Lord very easily, but he does not very easily give the opportunity to render direct service unto him. This is a very beautiful line. So he is saying, who is talking? Sukhdev Goswami. Sukhdev is talking to Parikshit and he is telling, do you know? It's the same Lord who has come and who has served you and your family. And like a, like a servant he has been over there. He is your spiritual master, the worshipable deity, the friend and everything that is happening in your world, he is the director of that. He serves in your family as a messenger or a servant. Wasn't he sent as a messenger once? Go and ask. You know, he goes over there as a messenger to find out from Duryodhan and, you know, Arjun. Actually, he is sleeping over there. At that time, Arjun and Duryodhan come and they ask him for the things because he is gone as a messenger. 
and the other time he is a driver of his chariot and many a times he has worked like a servant in their house that means he just he work just like an ordinary servants do he behaves literally like a servant in the house those engaged in getting the lord's favor attain liberation from the lord very easily those who are favorable to him they will get liberation very very easily but he does not very easily give the opportunity to render direct services unto him you try doing his service he will shy away from it he will say i don't don't i don't want to do any kind of service you know i don't want anything from you because he will say i am your servant how can you touch the feet of the servant that is exactly what sri krishna does the supreme person personality of god and lord rishabdev is fully aware of his true identity therefore he is self sufficient and he did not desire external gratification he, there is no need for him to aspire for success since he is complete in himself those who unnecessarily engage in bodily conceptions and create an atmosphere of materialism are always ignorant of their real self interest out of his causeless mercy lord rishabdev taught the self's real identity and the goal of life we therefore offer our respectful obeisance unto the lord who appeared as lord rishabdev those in this material world who run after material riches i want this i want that they will never get that godhood that is there which is sri krishna can never be with them only those who are his true and the real devotee of his they will be able to attain him so we end this chapter called activities of lord rishabdev we can stop over here and if there are any questions we can